Hey everyone, it's Dorian Blake and Ari Hart. And we are here with our 12th episode. First of all, we want to shout out to everyone who supported us, mm-hmm. okay? Everyone who's commented, everyone who's been connected and watching us grow with our little, our baby. This is like our baby. It is. So, we're happy to be here for another episode. Yes, guys. Alright, so this episode is going to be on workplace the workplace working you know we all spend majority of our day at work mm-hmm. and you know that's how we spend most of our time and yeah. it gets draining like you spend eight to 12 hours a day working and it's just like you at least want to be comfortable in your work environment right and right i think sometimes we'd be afraid to like speak up because working is just like that's how we make our living right and then some bosses are dicks and like mm-hmm. they make your life a living hell and that's when you call that good old hr lady <laughs> and let her know like white folks love hr okay talk about my hair okay hr thank you yeah I mean, a lot of what I'm going to talk about today, talking about jobs, isn't going to be about my current job because mm-hmm. the current job I have, I like, and my boss is fabulous, <laughs> so I really have nothing to say. I'll be mostly referencing my 7-Eleven job that I had before teaching. Um, I think the first thing I really want to just touch on is how bosses bring their personal lives to work. My old boss used to do that all of the time, like mm. shorty. I don't know what you're going through at home, but don't bring that here. Right. And she used to, like, do little smart stuff, like, mess with the schedule. If you did something that she didn't like, like, we're grown. You're messing with people's money. And a lot of, some people that work there, that was their only job. Right. So why are you messing with people's hours? Because I didn't do something you asked or because you didn't like the way something went. That's very immature as a manager. Right. I mean, I had a few man a manager at the time, like they would nitpick at everything I did and I used to be like, I'm trying to work as fast as I can, like right. what is the problem? I would even come to talk to them and they just was so nasty. I'm oh, like, I don't think I remember what job this was. Yes, I was like <laughs> Why are you at my throat? Like I'm working as fast as I can. Like, Woo! what more do you want from me? Poor teller. And then, you know, eventually me and that job we came to terms. I was so upset. You were, but it happens. Have you ever been fired from a job? Kinda. Uh, back at 7-Eleven, it was more so you must relocate. So I didn't have to leave the company, mm-hmm. but I could no longer work at that location. Mm. Which pissed me off, because I haven't worked at that location for like four years, and the, and the way that the whole scenario went down, like, I was just like, wow, y'all going transfer me over this shorty that is working here for three months? Okay, bet. Right. I mean, I've been fired. I think I've only been fired from one job. I mean, I shouldn't say that out loud. Because you know when you're applying for a new job. Yeah, they're like, okay, I've been fired. Right. <laughs> um, no. But people get fired for different reasons. <laughs> they do. And, like, that job, I wasn't there long. I was working at Chipotle, okay? Oh, Chipotle, they real nitpicky, though. Yes, and I was like, first of all, I would come in, be at the register. I'd be talking to my coworkers. And then my boss would be behind me, like, um, you're not supposed to be talking. Like, I'm here for not hours straight like i can talk to somebody like it's Mm -hmm. not fucking prison like they wound up letting me go and i was so heartbroken i threw the whole fucking uniform in the trash i probably got like one shirt left yeah i but i've heard of people having a hard time staying employed there so i wouldn't necessarily blame 
that on you. But, you know, I think some of these bosses don't deserve to be managers or bosses because they're just really unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really wild to me how those type of people end up working their way up to those, like, positions. Right. But one thing about me that I've learned, I'm a yes person at work. So I might not be a yes person in my daily life, but when it comes to work, you need me to do that? Yes. As long as it's not compromising any of my morals, mm-hmm. I will do anything you ask me to do because at the end of the day, you're paying me and that's what I'm here for. Right. So I've never had any deep, deep issues with any managers I've ever had because I've always been very willing to do whatever. And yeah, I think yeah. that's where people mess up. Letting your pride and oh well, fuck them. Well, is it fuck them? Cause they paying you, right? And I think it's just about how you do it, right? Like on both ends, like the. <laughs> so my eye keeps twitching. Sorry, I'm having some complications with my eye. It hurts, so I just like Aww. forgive me, guys. But um, yeah, I work. I think it's on both ends, like for. The manager, it's how you talk to people. It's all about presentation when you right. work in a, an environment. Like, right. don't come to me like, oh, you need to do this in 20 minutes right now, stat. Like, stat. I'm going to be like. <laughs> well, we in a hospital. Okay, like, drill sergeant. <laughs> I'm Like, if you come up to me like, hey, Taylor, I need you to finish this project in 20 minutes. Right. Because, you know, we need it X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. Right. I'm like, it's all about how you talk to me. And then. I've seen some people come at, like, the boss, like, hardcore, and I'd be like, and they still be employed, and I'd be like. But those are bosses you can just get over on. Yeah. They'll let people talk to them anyway, and they still got their job. So. I've seen it a few times. This one girl, she straight went in on the boss, and I was like, is she not getting fired? Like, yikes. Yeah, uh. But, yeah, my old manager, she would have people that would just randomly quit, and they would come back, like, oh, can I have my job back? And she would give it back. I'm like. What kind of motherfucking establishment? <laughs> if you just quit and you leave me up and dry and now I got to move employees around to cover your shifts and you just randomly a couple months later want your job back? No. See, that's why that particular 7-Eleven I was working at went downhill because mm. look what you were doing. Like, right. very unprofessional, letting people do whatever they wanted. It was just a mess, but... I will say I did enjoy working at 7-Eleven overall, mm-hmm. more so because of the customers and the people I worked with, not so much the management. <clears throat> I mean, for me, I like all of my jobs that I worked at, except Chipotle. Yeah. And it's crazy, like, every time I go there to eat, I always be like, fuck this place. When I still and I had Chipotle food. today. <laughs> Yum. I know, they food is good, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it is good, but... Still fuck that place. Nah, just kidding. But no, I like all of the jobs that I've had so far. I'm, like, my first job, I still work there. Like, Mm -hmm. I still come and get my little hours in. Because the environment is so nice. Like, everyone's been so supportive. And I just love it. Right. And, like, even my boss, she's so kind. Like, I've never met someone as genuine as her. Like, if we're having... Your current boss. Yeah, she's so understanding like I've never had her come at me crazy like even even on her bad days she's never ever yeah. got out of line and I respect her so much so yeah in a work environment it's all about that give and take respect boundary right so. and my current uh boss so like you know we have our principal and then we have a AP that a system principal that's in charge of the teachers of certain divisions and my AP she is awesome like you know I couldn't ask for a better person because, like, anytime I have an idea for the class or I'm going through something, she's just very understanding and I'm not stressed. 
Because I think people don't understand, like, the type of supervisor you have really can affect your overall mood at work. If you have a crappy supervisor, you're probably not going to be happy at work. Right. And I have a friend um, who's, he's, I don't know if you call it, like, work abuse in a sense. Like, mm. he was working and he was doing his job and his boss was like, oh, you need to work faster. And he's like, I'm trying to do as much as I can. He went to go look at his work. He's like, oh, this isn't right. And he went and he just splattered all of the work all over him. And what? he just was like... I need a moment to get myself together before I lose my shit. Before I fuck you yeah. up. Yeah, and I think people don't understand there is a such thing as work abuse. Like if you go to work, I wish somebody and feel would. uncomfortable. Like, like that is a thing. Like if you go to work every day and it's a toxic environment, like you need to get up out yeah. of there. It's like a toxic relationship, yeah. friendship. You gotta get on up out of there. Like okay. Because it's like, you spend majority of your day there. There's no way I should come in and feel like, oh, I'm going to have an issue with this person. Right. Because, like you said, that's where I spend the majority of my time. And mm-hmm. I'm making money being here. Like, so, right. obviously, I need it for my, to, you know, he- my living situation. And I don't want to be uncomfortable. And I just right. think that's really unnecessary to treat someone in that fashion. Like, there's no reason to be a nasty person. Right. But, like I always say, like, when people are nasty, bosses, coworkers, whatever, it's normally something stemming. They have nothing to do with you, which is not an excuse. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just gotta remind yourself that and be like, "Yo, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. Let me push through this shift, mm-hmm. so I don't have to deal with it." Because that's how I would be with my old man. I'm like, "Oh, she got an attitude today. Let me right. push through this <laughs> because I just don't have the time." Right. So I that just think, fair. yeah, I just think that's something a re- really important to consider. Right. Um, and one of our followers actually commented when we did our What the Hell uh, Happened segment. Right. And she was talking about what had happened to her in a week. She kind of was talking about how, you know, a co-worker, I guess, was saying that, asked her what was the problem because mm-hmm. she always has an attitude. And when she, like, disagreed with having an attitude, he wants to argue with her. But she was like, you know, he has an issue with everyone. Right. And it's always somebody at the job like that. Yeah. That thinks that they're never the issue. And that everybody's trying to argue when in fact you just have a problem with people not liking what you're talking about so you want to keep labeling it as, as I have an issue and right. that's not what it is. Can we shout her out? Can we shout her out? Yeah. Follower? Yeah, I believe her name is uh, Jovi. Um, we met her through my friend Sierra mm-hmm. um, at um, my friend Sierra's birthday party so, you know, she followed our podcast so, and I love when people engage right. on so- our posts. And shout out to you because that's hard. Like when someone's really taking you there at a at your workplace, mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta be assertive. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to get wild and buck wild and crazy, but definitely be assertive. Like, listen, right? I'm gonna need you to take ten feet back. Your views because HR is a call away. Okay, do 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 Option five. HR. And my one cousin Shanira, she is the queen <laughs> of calling HR. She. Be typing up emails up. Like, you gotta watch who you coming across any yeah. type of way. Like, I'm not related to you. I'm here to do my job. Just how you're here to do your job. And we need to come to terms in this environment for the sake of our peace. Because if I... Bitch, we both getting fired. Exactly. <laughs> if I gotta go there. But, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, and even I had a situation at my job where I wasn't involved. But, you know, this girl, she kind of... <laughs> she kind of got, like real you know there's another topic dating co-workers but she was kind of dating one of the co-workers and she just felt like 
everybody was like trying to come after her man, right. but like we work with him, we work with you, so you doing it's, too much. It's not a big thing. So she just started getting real nasty, like bumping into people and stuff like that. And one of these days, she got that ass handed to her. Mm. And but you worked it on yourself because it was like I feel like when it comes to dating someone at the workplace, right. y'all both need to be respectful of each other as well as your coworkers. But that's why that's not even a section to get involved in. It's really not. Yeah, but before we even get into that conversation, we're going to make our way into my segment of the show, Matters of the Heart. Okay, guys, I'm here with my segment, Matters of the Heart. So, normally I give you guys a TV show, movie, or book that pertains to today's topic. But I'm going to say a show that I've already mentioned on another segment before, which is Insecure because that's my girl Issa Rae and you can't say nothing bad about her. Um, So I just want to bring up that show because I feel like that show touches on so many awesome topics and one of them is co-workers. Um, I think we see it in different ways. Like we see it one with Molly like as a lawyer where she's trying to like have a certain persona in front of her white lawyer like and like co-workers and she's like always battling about being like the next higher up at the law firm then you have Issa at we got y'all where she you know has all these different type of co-workers that have like these attitudes or her boss was always doubting her and you know even down to like them not being like racially aware of the kids that they're dealing with and servicing at this nonprofit um and even Lawrence, how he was a bum-ass nigga for two years, and Issa had to support him, but I know y'all men are not ready for that conversation. But yeah, just him having to find a job, and two years after him searching, he was able to finally land one in his field. So I think Insecure, no matter what the topic is that you're trying to like address, this show always is very relevant. And um, I think you guys should just tune in if you haven't already watched the show and to just prepare yourself for the next season that will be coming up this summer. Uh, so this was Ari Hart with Matters of the Heart and we're going to jump right back into our discussion. So we're going to piggyback off with dating and the workplace. I've actually dated somebody in a workplace and it was so stressful because, like, like referring to the girl at my job and, you know, she was dating one of the co-workers, I've been in that position where you think, like, oh, my gosh, is he talking to other people? Like, when I was dating the guy at the workplace, I come to find out he was dating everybody and their mama in that place. And I just was like, really? Right? That's why I don't encourage working, dating a co-worker. It just never turns out right because it was really messy like he was sleeping with everybody and when I found out I was really like I was like not even heartbroken I was just (laughs) like you mean it's you 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 it actually brought a lot of us together so that's crazy but (laughs) I definitely do not think it's a good idea any way shape or form Mm -hmm. a lot of jobs actually is against like their policies for you to date a co-worker anyway because that can be very messy like a lot of people don't know how to separate work, work in their personal souls like oh now we have an issue I'm bringing it to work and I'm getting other people at work or if I see you dealing with somebody else mm-hmm. at work now I have an attitude right um I never actually dealt with someone I worked with but I've had a close situation of me like communicating with someone and that turned into a big nasty mess um and that's 
you know, one of the reasons why I got transferred to the other 7-Eleven is because the, this girl, Julia, she ended up making the situation all messy. Um, mm. It was just, it was hilarious because the guy, like, he was new and me and him, fresh meat. Right. We was flirting and stuff. He lied about having a whole baby. This nigga had a whole newborn child. Lied about having a baby. His, mind you, his girl was the manager of another 7 No, not the manager, uh, Phil consultant, which is higher than a manager at another uh, 7-Eleven. And then he was messaging the girl Julia at our store. But once I figured out he was lying about the baby, he never knew that I knew that. Mm. But I would still flirt with him. But in my head, I'm like, you a dumbass nigga. Like, I know all about you lying about your fucking baby. And like, one thing about me, you could lose all respect. I lose all respect for you lying about a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one thing to lie about having a girlfriend, but for you to be lying about a whole baby that you mm. created, uh, I'm good. Yeah, so the whole time, but the girl Julia... She was in his face, a kiki, and, and she knew that I was into him at first. So I was like, I'm going to let her go ahead and get her karma because you was hype, and now you don't notice about him and you all in his face. And what happened at the end, he, he ended up playing her. She ended up having to get transferred mm. to a worse 7-Eleven than where I was because I ended up going to a different 7-Eleven where I was cool with that manager. So I was chilling. I was at the one on Broad and Diamond, and she went to the one all the way in South or yeah, South Philly, I believe, mm. and that's real far for, for her. And she was a white girl, so <laughs> I don't think she was as comfortable with that setting as I might have been. So that was the closest, and that taught me, like, uh, you can be as cute as you want, coworker. You can be fine as you want, coworker. I'm going to keep it yeah, right just, there. It's, and then, like, when you... Okay, so it's one thing to be dating somebody. Like, I just think... When you're in a relationship with somebody, that's a little bit different. Like, say your boyfriend picks up a job, and then you get the job, and then y'all have to work together 24-7. Even that's difficult. But I'm not stopping you from getting your bag. It is. I still think being with someone should stay out of work as much as possible. Yeah. Um, because even if we are together, I'm now I'm seeing you frequently. That's now us in each other's face more than often. Mm-hmm. And then... God forbid somebody else I hear think you cute or I see you helping another co-worker out a little too long. <laughs> now I'm mad. You know what I mean? So whether you're talking or dating or relationship with someone, I think it's just best to keep the co-worker <laughs> exchange to a minimum. Yeah. Like I'm all for having friends mm-hmm. as co-workers. So some of my really good friends I met at work, like my friend Sherelle, my friend Didi. And now as a teacher, I got Miss Helwa, I got Mickey, like, you know, Miss O, like, a bunch of people there, Miss Delay, like, people that I'm cool with, that I wouldn't mind going to happy hour with, mm. you know, so I'm all for friends, but I'm not really for the dating. Yeah. What about you with friends? With friends, <clears throat> I love, like, a lot of my friends come from, like, my work environment, like, I still meet up with them, hang out with them, mm-hmm. like, I consider a, a lot of the co-workers that I've met over time, like, family to me, because we've been together so long, but <clears throat> I think, especially, like, I think it's that awkward stage of figuring people out, because some yeah. people, like, when they come to you, they're, like, all hype and Joe is like, oh. Chill. You like, don't really know. Right, I don't really know you like that. And I'm just trying to do my job. I right. think it has to be a gradual thing. Like it has to just happen. Yeah. Like maybe we're in the lunchroom together. You like insecure. I like insecure. And we end up talking about exactly. it. Exactly. That's one thing. And then we become like a gradual friendship. But like I hate the pushy mm-hmm. coworker. Like hey, like da 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 da. Sometimes I just want to eat lunch by myself. Like right. I have thirty minutes of peace before I fry my brain to death. Like, right. And please. I might be going through something that day. Yeah. Like and I think it's just. 
no no your boundaries in the workplace like if we have the relationship cool right but other than that Please. Yeah, I agree with the gradual friend thing because, like, even like my friend Didi, it's so funny because when she first started there, and now that we're friends, she's like, yeah. When I first started Seven Eleven, I thought you did not like me. She said you was always staring at me. Well, first of all, y'all, I got a wrestling bitch face, so it might just be thinking you're cute or I want to be your friend. So I apologize for those faces. But it's so funny that she said that because now we go on vacations together and stuff. So, like, we going to New Orleans for the third time this summer. Like, so. It's just funny that some people get that vibe. Even like Sherelle, when I first saw her, I didn't think she would be somebody I would be friends with. Right. Um, and even like my coworker Ms. Hill at the school, when I first met her, she was a nice lady, but I was like, she probably wouldn't mesh with my personality. Mm. And we're like really as wretched equally. So it's refreshing when sometimes you think somebody might not even end up being your friend, but they end up. So I definitely encourage um, friendships in a workplace. Um, and like, you know, Dorian was saying about keeping boundaries. Because, you know, you definitely do have people in the workplace that get inappropriate as well. Yes. Aside from friends. People who might be interested in you. And it's like, we're at work, so I can't get as right. as I want. Because now you're about to get offended about, mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I mean, especially when it comes to, like, people who aren't interested in you. I think that also is a boundary. Like, don't say no wild ass shit to me if you don't really know me. Like... Like, yeah, like, hey, like, 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 I mean, like, a little tap on the shoulder. I, I'm not even, like, down with that, but it's like, right. eh, you're pushing it, but <laughs> when you just come walk up to me and grab my boobs. Stop, yo, why is she always go, first of all, she always go to the extreme, because in the last episode, when we was talking about, uh, dating, she's gonna talk about, yeah, if he text me, talk about, yeah, I wanna fuck a little bitch. Like, Dorian is always going to the wildest but, extreme, but she be giving these stories. Hold up. But and y'all act like that's nothing that <laughs> can't happen. Like, she's like, come over here, my boobs. Like, like really, on. like, don't smack me on the ass, Jeff. Like, come on. Cut it out. Like, it's certain things you say in the workplace, and then oh. it's just like, I don't even know you like that. Like, especially, like, dealing with other races, in a sense. Like, don't come up to me talking about some, oh my gosh, you're brave. Brave. You, you, you folks, you people. HR. I've never really had that experience at work with, you know, non-black people being extra about my hair. So I've been fortunate. But you say you've had. Yes, I had a few. Like, even with my hairstyle now, like. Like, what do you want to do? What You've do you never seen to... this before? Okay. Some of your favorite musicians, your favorite actresses wear their hair just like I do. So what is it that you can't understand? Right. And you know what? It's to the point where I've got tired of explaining my hair. So every time they ask me if it belongs to me, yep, yeah, it's mine. Yeah. And that's what I would say, too, to certain people that just feel like they just cannot grasp yeah. the concept of a weave. Right. I'm just, I had enough when it comes to my hair. Like, is it yours? Yes, it is. Right. Let's keep this pushing. How can I help you? What do you also feel about following coworkers on social media? Eh, I think it's that gradual thing. Like, I feel like if we cool, then yeah, like, that's cool. That's cool. We like, gotta really be cool for me to let you follow me because yeah. my life is very different, different. Mm-hmm. on the Instagram versus on, I mean, at work or what we might even talk about as work friends. Right. And we have to actually hang out a few times for us to, like, mm-hmm. you know, for you to have my Instagram. If I, like, if it's my first day on the job, don't be like, hi, I'm Rachel, and what's your Instagram? Right. I'm going to be like, no. pump the brakes. 
Okay, especially on my Twitter. Y'all know how I feel about my Twitter. Right. Like, sis. And I had this one guy that I work with. He was, like, real pushy. Like, I never hung out with him at all. Like, when right. we were cool, we were busting it up at work. But that was it. So, like, he's like, oh, Taylor, I don't think I follow you on... Well, Dorian, I don't think I follow you on social media or da da da. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's probably like that for a reason. So he's right. like, <laughs> he's like, like playing folks. He's like, oh well, um, what's your Instagram? Huh? Like, I'm like, all right, I'll take yours down. But like, right, don't be pushy. Like, I don't like stuff like that. Like, if I follow you, I follow you. If I don't, right. I don't. Like, he was like, no, like, make sure you follow me. Like, he was harassing me the whole day. Like, don't forget to follow me. Don't forget to follow me. Like, it was to the point, I was like, damn, nigga. Damn. I like, what if I don't want to follow you? Yeah, like, calm down. Like, it, it is not the end of the world if I do not follow you. Like, I was like, I had to look at him like, listen, I said I was going to do it. And like, that's why my stuff is private. Not only because I'm a teacher, but it's also because I don't want you to be able to find me and look at my stuff if I never wanted to follow you. Right. Because that's weird to me that you harassing me to that point. Yes, it's I'm a social like, media. Like, relax. But some people just like to see, because you know when you're at work, you like you know professional. People, right, you know people have a different persona. Yes. I don't want you to see me busting it open on the... Should I just pick it up? <laughs> Alright guys, we're sorry about that. You know, a few technical difficulties. So we're back. But yes. yeah, like I was saying, I don't want you to see me busting it open on my Instagram page or some random guy at a bar. I don't want you to see my freaky inner thoughts on Twitter at 2am. I'm good. I'll see you on Monday. Yeah. I can agree uh, with that. Like, you know, especially with certain coworkers that you did definitely get to feel like you're probably not the best person to see me in that light because God knows you probably run that mouth. We're going to just keep it strictly here at work. Right. Um, but we kind of also want to touch on, like, just the hiring process and how difficult and discouraging it can be. Um, like, me personally, I've never really had too much difficulties, like, applying and getting jobs, but I've seen a lot of my friends get discouraged and it does make me sad to watch like my friends be upset that they can't get certain jobs mm-hmm. and like especially because you know at a, at the age I'm in now we're like 23 24 25 like that's the realm that most of my friends are in you want to like go out on your own um you know you want to have a job but if we're being realistic people in this age group don't really have real careers yet like I think things in media have confused us and really tricked us into thinking like 23, 24, 25 have it all together. Right. But even when I was talking to one of my co- co-workers and she's like in her early 30s and she was asking me about the guy that I currently talk to and I was just like, oh yeah, he's 24. She said, what does he do? Because you know men at 24 don't got a real job. And I said, well, I do. She said, but you're a very few of your age group. And I was like, that is so true. Yeah. And I just kind of want everybody in this age group to understand like, okay, you probably have one friend that has a real career. Like, let's be a honey. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad if you're still searching or trying to figure out what you're going to do. Like we like we said before in Brett's episode, my journey and your journey are not the same. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think people get discouraged because you think like, oh, I'm not getting a job in my career. I didn't spend, like you said, thousands of dollars in this right. degree and I haven't pursued it in any type of way. But mm-hmm. it's like, get yourself a job where you can support your living. And still do what you want to do on the side, whether mm-hmm. it's looking for a career in the degree that you have or if it's um, 
creating your own business for yourself. Right. You know, you can still put your passion to use. You don't have to say, oh, shucks, I didn't get the career I wanted straight out of college. My life is a failure. No. Right. (laughs) That's not it at all. Like, it's trial and error. So Mm -hmm. get get yourself a job or a career to support yourself and still put your passion to use. And, like, even when it comes to the hiring process, it's not easy. It's very easily to get discouraged because, you know, I know... Uh, like a few months back, I was in a situation where I lost a job and I gave myself three months to find a career so I can support myself and my lifestyle. And here it was, it was six months later and I'm like, oh shit, I still haven't found a job. Like what's going on? Like, and it's very easy to get discouraged, but the hiring process is very hard. And I feel like you need to know someone or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, it's easy to get caught up in, like, there's a lot of scams out here when it comes to jobs because people play on the idea, like, this is how someone's going to make their living. So let me give them false hope, like, oh, you can make $100,000 a year with this career, and then when you go to it, it's like some ranky-dink commission job. So, you know, I don't shoot anybody down for commission jobs. It's just not something I can do. But I've been to a few job interviews, and I'd be like, I have to do what? Right. In the rain? We're going to go door to door? Nobody no. doing that. I'm not doing that, okay? So, you know, it's easy to get discouraged, but I just think you need to weave out the good and bad jobs. Uh, put in at least 20, 30, 40 applications in a day to raise your outcome of getting an interview. And just look on your city website, whether it's your city website, your state website. They right. always have jobs where you can get hired for especially if you have a degree and you know type in your career uh path on those websites right. so you can get something that'll bring out an outcome for you so yeah don't get discouraged guys it's very easily to get discouraged but keep hope mm-hmm. alive you know yeah no i think it is and you know i think that's one realm you know for me that i've been very fortunate in and i just wish everybody to be just as fortunate to get you know into this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to get to the job that they really want to do and find that. Um, but I think you have to be very determined and you have to understand that things take a lot of time. Right. So, like, even if you're in college, you're not graduating tomorrow. Like, you have to put the four years or plus in to get whatever you're trying to do. Um, and you're going to have some people that just don't like you when you go on job interviews as well or yeah. just you're not what they're looking for. And that's okay because that's not your plan to be in that particular job um so and I think also I kind of want to you know touch on like if you're like a creative person and you want to do things like singing or podcasting or you know YouTubing don't let people make you think that that's not a practical thing like you can there's obviously plenty of people in the world that make their living off of being creative Mm -hmm. you can do it too you just have to be persistent in believing your vision of it you know, you don't need to let someone else tell you what is not possible. Right. And you'll be so surprised. Like, when I look at YouTubers and motivational speakers, they all say the same thing. Like, I hated my 9 to 5 mm. or I've quit my job to pursue this full time. Right. And it's like, it's possible because a majority of the lavish people you see on Instagram are people who put their passion to use. Right. Um, That's very true. For me, like... I think a job like YouTube and stuff would be 
very wobbly for me. Like, I would have to be extremely popular for me to, like, quit a job to do that because I'm all about stability. Because mm-hmm. even when I was a sub, that was kind of a little bit too unstable for me. Like, every day was a different assignment. Mm-hmm. I like consistency and, like, being predictable and knowing, like, what I'm getting. So, you know, but if this, like, when this podcast takes off even further, because it will, you know, I probably still will be a teacher. Dorian might not take be at her job anymore, but I think I'll still be a teacher for a little bit until it's just at a point where I can no longer do that. But I do genuinely love the teaching. That's what I went to school for. So mm-hmm. this would, I would just have two really great jobs if that, when that happened. Right. Because I always like to talk things into existence, like when. Right. And they see them YouTube checks be popping, so... Yeah, like, look at my girl Jackie. I know. Okay. We got all these great YouTubers. But what did they do? They put in hella time. Yeah. The Glam Twins, they've been on YouTube since 2009, 10, or whatever the case is. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Right. Like, you have to... Even, like, Chris and Queen, they were on YouTube how long before Queen was able to be at where she's at now and have a solo, like, career. Right. And another thing I want to say, I just want to touch on, don't discredit somebody else for what they do. Like, I see a lot of people, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen it. Like, if you see the janitor working, people's like, oh, he's just a janitor. Mm. If you see somebody working, like, even strippers, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and become a stripper. Oh, um, she's a stripper. She don't make no money. Oh, she's a stripper. She's selling her body. First of all, that girl gets up on that pole with that athletic ability, something I don't have. Right. And she makes her money, and she makes it more, probably more than what I make. So I never discourage people for their careers because that's how they make their living. That's how right. they feed themselves. That's how they take care of their families. So it's never been okay to be like, oh, they're X, Y, and Z. Like, mm-hmm. they're doing a job to support themselves. Right. I think that's something society has put out there. Like, oh, you have a certain type. I think... I remember somebody saying, like, how, you know, when you meet someone and you ask them, oh, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. People ask that question so now they can gauge on how they need to treat you. Like, oh, you're just mm-hmm. a this, so I can treat you that. Right. And I'm not going to lie. When, I, when people ask me what I am and I say I'm a teacher, I'm very proud of being a teacher. And I think that's a noble, like, career. Mm-hmm. But when somebody else tells me that they do something else, I'm like, oh, you do that? Right. You know what I mean? Now, of course... If I'm dating someone, yeah, I need your job to be in the same realm as mine. But mm-hmm. as a per- individual, as a person, no, I'm not going to, like, now say, uh, like, now I'm going to treat you like shit because you have this particular job. Right. Like, you're doing that. Like, you might not want to go to college. You might not want to be X, Y, and Z. You might be very happy where you are. So, I, do, I definitely agree with that point. Right. And you can't try to determine the way you're going to treat somebody based off of their occupation. Right. That doesn't make sense. And I think even with dating, I feel like when you're in a position, like, say if you do something like some random job and you don't like it. Right. If you want to date someone, you know, you have to push and pursue yourself so that way you can be in a stable relationship. Right. Because brother, people, believe it or not, money definitely shakes things up in a relationship. It does. And no one, at least... On the woman's side, I know personally, I don't want to feel like I'm taking on the financial burden right. of a relationship. And not even that. Like, because there are women out here who make more than their spouses. But right. I just feel like it's a give and take relationship. You mm-hmm. know, give a little, give a little. Right. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to take it into my segment, Say What? Yes. Okay, so this is Say What, where I say quotes and sayings pertaining to the topic of discussion. So, let's get into it. 
The only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. Steve Jobs. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Jobs is one of the greatest visionaries of all times. This is the man who started a billion dollar company in his garage to a point where he got in his career where they didn't even want him to participate in the founding work that he started and for him to come back, be humble and just create a billion dollar market off of it. You know, we see Steve Jobs everywhere we go on our iPhones, iPads, MacBooks, everywhere we go there's an Apple product, even to the down to currency. So with that being said, just don't get discouraged. I know it's really hard because, you know, life has its courses, you know, it's all about trial and error. You know, if you're not in the field that you want to do, if you're picking up a job to support yourself, that's okay. Do that. Support your needs, yourself and your family, and do your passion on the side. Always work on your craft. Never get discouraged. That's the only thing I can really encourage to people who are in the middle, kind of in limbo between pursuing a career for living stability as well as pursuing a career with passion. So I'm Dorian Black and this is my segment of Say What. Okay, so right now this is our wild card segment. We are going to tell you guys some stories about some experiences we went through in a workplace. Yeah. You want to go first? All right, so my first job was at a parent-teacher store, and I was the youngest person at the store, so at the time, I think I was, like, 19, maybe 20, Mm -hmm. and it was this one girl there, and she just really didn't like me. I don't know why, but she just really didn't like me, Um, and one day, she had asked me to, she had called and asked me to come in early because it was the summer, so this is when all the teachers was buying supplies, so it was busy, so I told her I would try to get there early, but I didn't make it. So, I ended up still getting there on time for my regular time, but I just didn't get there early. Mm-hmm. So, she comes to the bank and she said, oh, I asked you to come in early and you couldn't come in, but you back here eating. Mind you, she's a regular associate like me. She's not a manager or assistant manager. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, I said I would try to get here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to come in at that time. I didn't make it, so why are you getting like that? Then she was like starting to threaten me like, oh, I will ball you up, da 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 And mind you, my other co-worker standing back there. So, I'm just, like, eating my food. I'm just, like, are you serious? And mind you, she was not a cute girl. She had these crusty, busty lips. <laughs> and I'm just, like, she always was mad. I think she just was waiting for something for her to blow up. So, guess what? I called HR. My mom called HR, actually, because I had called my mom while the girl was yelling at me. My mom heard her in the background. She mm. said, oh, no. So, my mom hung up on me and called the HR for the company. And then they ended up calling the store. And so, the next time we worked... The manager obviously found out about it, and we all had a meeting because they was going to fire her. Mm. But I was like, I said, you know what? She has a child. I don't want her to get fired, but she needs to not be on the same shift as me, and she needs to know her place. Because if I was that type of person, I could like, no, fire her. She's in here threatening me at work, da-da-da-da. But I know she had a child, and I didn't plan on being there much longer either because I ended up literally getting a new job maybe a month after the incident. Mm. So it wouldn't have been worth for this woman to lose her job, whatever. But you can't act like that. And she was letting, sometimes she would be in charge of the shift, go to her head. Like, I might be young at the time, but I don't know who you're talking to. And you almost lost your job talking about, oh, I let that get me out of character. No, that's who you are. You didn't got, get out of anything. You just was feeling real bold because the manager wasn't there and you was in charge for the night. And I don't know what else was going on with you, but you, you had the right one. Because like I say, Gina, 
She don't play about hers. She called HR right up. I even have to do it. My mama called her right up. Play with me if you want. It's crazy. They know G baby. I think for me, my um my story is just a piggyback off of dating a coworker. So as y'all know, I was dating this guy. And this how this is how I found out he was seeing other people at the job. So one day, I'm like, oh, can you take me home? Like, And that's how that's how they get you. They be like, oh, you want to get in my car? I'll take you home, shorty. You ain't got to catch the bus. Shut <laughs> up. So I'm like, oh, can you take me home? It was snowing and da 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 So he like, oh, I got to take this other girl home too. So I'm like, I'm not thinking of nothing. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's whatever. So, you know, get in the car. He take, now it's a blizzard. The girl look closer to the job than I do. Right. So I'm like, okay, like, you want to drop her off, drop me off home, you know, I probably, you know, make out or something, and then you go on your merry way. So, you drive past the girl's house, I'm like, don't she live, she, does she live right there? Uh, all right, no, nothing, nothing, maybe he got something to do. Right, right. So he's, he driving, he driving, so he dropped me off, I'm like, why are you dropping me off? And then you gonna go back and drop this bitch off? Right. Is that I what you said or in your head? I was thinking it. Oh, okay. So when I get out the car, I'm irked. I'm like, okay. hot. I'm like, this isn't making any sense. What's going on? Come to find out he was dating that girl and dating me. And then I found out he started dating another girl. And like, I just told the girl, like, off of the strength, like, right. I used to talk to him. So I'm like, I used to talk to him, like, I don't want you to feel some type of way, but I'm just out of courtesy because, you know, we work together and you're cool and, you know, I don't want to mess anything up. And she was like, oh, it's cool. And then she told me, like, yeah, he said that y'all didn't talk. He said that, um, yeah, that you was going to say that, but y'all never really talk. Niggas so he made it lying. seem like I was crazy. That's what they and always like, do. Wow. I'm like, you really going to sit here and make it seem like I'm just talking up. to myself? Like, why would I go to somebody and lie about something like that? And I was just like, you know what? You're really a dub for that one. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are crazy girls, but nine times out of ten, if a guy is trying to tell you, oh, she not nothing. Right. If the girl, no, that's probably not true. Nine times out of ten. It's very rare circumstances where guys are like, yo, I'm really not messing with her. Like, right. she's just crazy. But nine times out of ten, he's lying. Because yeah. he's just trying to spin stuff and get away with it. I'm like, But that's mad corny and that's messy as yeah. hell to be doing all that with different people at work. Yes, it was messy. And I'm just like, you're out of control. Yeah. I'm like, he was a mess. He was a trip. And he's ugly. <laughs> and I'm just glad I no longer. And if he watches this. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you look like, and I think you're ugly, and you can think I'm ugly too. That's fine, but I know I'm not. So, shout out to him. I hope he's doing well. I'm sure he is. Messy messy niggas, they always find a way. They always find a way to still be above the water. So I need the sauce. Maybe I should become messy. No, because (laughs) we don't get to see it, but they always end up getting some their turn. Their real shit. So. Yeah. But guys, that's gonna be the end of today's episode. Yes. Don't forget to follow us. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter, you know, G A T Pod. You know, we love to hear you guys' feedback, how right. y'all feel, you know. Don't forget to check out us our segment on Tuesday, our What the Hell Happened. You know, if you got some stories, exactly. DM, DM us. us. Yes, email. You could if you know us personally, text us. You know, and also feel free to follow our personal accounts as well. Like, yes. we definitely are all for being friends. I got a couple people that follow me based off of the podcast. So, mm-hmm. I'm always welcome to that. Nice. 
Yeah. It was a pleasure. We see y'all next what Tuesday? Yeah, we see y'all on Tuesday. All right. Stay black. All right.